are about to experience the Scott Trigloff Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Scott Trigloff Experience. Woot woot. It is Tuesday, and we are actually going to do Tech Tuesday for the first time here. But the cool thing is, is that I actually pay attention to a good amount of technology and I haven't really ever dedicated a portion of my life to communicate it via a video or a podcast cask cast. But what's funny is that I'm usually the tech e ish guy that you might know in your group who does put out his input or does express his opinion to all things tech. And so I think it's rather fitting that I would have some kind of tech thing in my life when it comes to documenting, doing videos, and now doing podcasts. So we're actually going to jump right in to just a few things, two or three things, nothing crazy, but It'll hopefully give you a good introduction on what these Tech Tuesday podcasts would look like, sound like, feel like, and what we would communicate. So, uh, yeah, in case you didn't know, I have been an Apple sheep for a very, very long time. I got my first Apple computer when I was just getting into music school and it was 2004, and it was uh, one of those white iMacs. Uh, I believe it was a 23, 24 inch. Had the little eyesight camera, but was what was funny is that it was the Power Mac, or sorry, it was the it was the G5 version. It was pre Intel, and so even though it did have the little eyesight camera and all that good stuff. It was in the transition. It was the Christmas right before they had switched over to Intel. So that was like one of the only versions of a white uh, iMac that was pre-Intel that actually had an iSight camera. So that started my love for Apple. It showed me how to make music, create things. Uh, Obviously, they had iMovie and other things in their creative suite that you could uh, be creative with. And... You know, flash forward, you know, five more years, we had the iPhone, flash forward another couple of years, we had the iPad, and then I flash forward more recently, we have the Apple Watch. And I've had the Series 3 for a little over a year now. My wife and I just paid them off, which was great. Zero interest, thanks. Uh, it's a Barclay, Barclay card from Apple. Um, so I recommend that in case you're looking to get an Apple product, but you don't want to pay interest for a reason to not pay interest. You just sign up with them and you can, depending on how long you do it, five, uh, sorry, six months, 12 months or 18 months, you get certain amounts of months, uh, with no interest, uh, depending on how much you spend 500, 1000, 1500. Uh, but all that to be said, I love the Apple watch and essentially it, it helped me get rid of excess weight because once once you start realizing how much you're walking how many miles you're doing how much calories you're burning all that good stuff uh it kind of becomes addicting because you know 
like most people, we like little rewards and we like to know when we're doing a good job and when we're not doing a good job. And uh, we usually try to do our best to to yeah, to to be better people. So. Had to drink some of my tea. I bring all this up because there's a company that I recently found out about via Instagram. Um, they followed me. I followed them just kind of looking at their their site and their product or their service, I should say, um, just kind of really resonated with me because I'm the kind of person with my Apple Watch who I went from having probably 10 watches ranging from Nixon to Swiss Legend to um, what are some other brands? I even had one of those uh, bands that holds. I still have it, actually. But one of those bands that holds a little iPod touch or no iPod shuffle with a little screen on it. And you could switch it to a, a little clock face and use it as a watch. Terrible, terrible. So big, so obnoxious. But at the time I was like, ooh, it's like Apple, but it's a watch. But um, all that to be said is I went from having 10 watches that were all, you know, regular uh, you know, just told time, you know, some of them you could go into water, some you couldn't to replacing it with this. And the reason why you can replace it, other than the fact that it tells time and other than the fact that it can read all your, you know, your uh, heart rates and your activity is because it's so versatile. Because if I took off this band, I could put on a black band, I could put on a more metallic band i could put on a more sports band i mean this is a sports band but there's other ones that are even more sporty and so with that being said um i'm gonna flip flip my screen around um we've got this company called access a box and essentially it's a 9.99 dollar monthly subscription service that you can pay for uh, and you receive a brand new Apple Watch band every month. Um, and there's there's a couple different categories, of course. But obviously, you can see is, you know, they're just starting out. Um, you know, they've, they've got a, a decent amount of followers and following and, you know, just active lifestyle stuff. You know, you got, um, you know, stuff for all occasions. Um, but here's their website. Um, just restating what I just said, how it works. Pick your subscription, explore your box and then buy what you love. So you can actually go and go ahead and buy other bands um, that you either may like the band that you got, but you want a different color, um, all that good stuff. Um, and then there's some other tiers that you can do too. Um, like the monthly subscriptions, I think were 10, 15, and 20 for sport, variety, and the other one, what's the other one? Premium. Um, but then you can do uh, you can do prepaid ones as well and essentially get, you know, the biggest bang for your buck. Um, but, yeah, the idea is simply that, um, you know, you get um, you get an assortment of bands that you might not have even known that you liked or, you know, the funny thing is when you get different bands, uh, you realize how well they go with, you know, certain outfits that you're wearing. And so with that being said, uh, you know, I have like a blue band that I wear for basically anything I have blue on or I have a black one that I can wear for anything else. 
Uh, so, so yeah, all that to be said, I just wanted to give them a shout out because I feel like they're doing a, a good thing. And uh, you can go to their website, accessabox.com. Um, yeah, it's just a super clever idea. And I think it's something that even if you don't have an Apple Watch right now, if, if and when you get one in the future, um, I think it would be a good, good thing to invest in. Um, so as we go to the next topic, um, just speaking of, uh, you know, Apple in general, um, I don't know if you guys know of Angela. She was the, uh, kind of like the head of retail and, um, just overall branding of the retail stores for Apple for the past four or five years. Um, she, she said a lot of bold statements, uh, basically implying that they wanted to like reinvent the retail store and, I didn't really understand what that meant, but when I had heard that they were going to bring in like, you know, more creative uh, ways of adapting their store with the environment, you know, by adding things like trees inside the building to give it a more like a communal area kind of feel. So it's still an Apple store, but it's got things like that. Um, even this one, yeah, you can kind of see the full scale of the room and, and then you got these big screens like in the, you know, one end of the, of the whole room. And you're like, okay, what are those for? And, um, then you've got, you know, this open air kind of thing. Um, I believe the Apple store is on the right. Um, but the idea is that it's a place that you can go to not only, uh, buy an Apple product, but you can also essentially, you know, meet new people, learn new things. If there's, uh, you know, creative things happening and being shared and, you know, Apple's giving out value either with, with different types of industries or different creative outlets. Um, so that then brings about, um, what they call today at Apple, um, and this is all leading to a thing, I, I promise. But uh, so Angela introduced this thing called Today at Apple, where they essentially just have free classes that you can go to in sessions. Uh, you know, you got photography, you've got video, uh, and you even have music. Well, the problem with the, the overall scheme, and I'm going to cut back over here really quick. The problem with the overall scheme was, you know, you had the resources, you had the the space. Um, well, I shouldn't say space, but you you have you know Apple, the Apple Store, the Apple brand backing this idea that you know they're going to create these environments um, overseen by Angela, and they were going to hopefully bring in new customers, new people, uh, new clientele that would hopefully then overall fall into the ecosystem of Apple, and then you know, pretty much be Apple sheep from then on. And, you know, to be able to go to Apple store for more reasons than, oh, my phone's not working or I need to buy a new cable. Um, you know, it was supposed to be more of like a cultural thing and bringing about something different to their all overall brand. So the only problem, though, is that, you know, and I'd heard this from the grapevine of other people who actually work at uh, at the Apple store, but it wasn't very well uh, planned out. So they they like launched the thing like the term creative pro. I heard that and I was like, ooh, they have a new position called creative pro. Like that's exciting. And lo and behold, though, it wasn't anything like 
it wasn't anything that they had already kind of figured out beforehand. They just kind of made the title said that, okay, person who is now a creative pro, like you need to figure out how to use, you know, our screens and use our space that you have in your store, even if it's not a new store with a new retail area, but you still have to pretend like this is a planned thing. And this is exactly how, you know, we sought, you know, the, the, the certain title, uh, overseeing, um, this certain part of today at Apple. So long story short is, you know, right off the bat, you know, you've got these creative people, photographers, videographers, musicians who are trying to be creative, trying to teach people these things, but they're doing it in a space that's that doesn't work. They're doing it in at maybe a time slot that doesn't make sense or, you know, they're not able to promote it. They just kind of have to, like, make it, you know, happen, but not have the ability to gauge you know, who's going to show up or, or how to get other people involved other than just saying like, you know, group text your friends or, um, tell people that come into the store, Hey, we're doing this today at Apple thing. And so it just felt like there was just, there wasn't, it was a good idea, but there wasn't enough infrastructure structure in place to cause it to kind of snowball on its own because, you know, we all know how Apple's Apple is like, you know, once you get one thing, it kind of ends up ricocheting and, uh, you know, domino affecting to other parts of your devices and, and your own ecosystem. So unfortunately, Angela is now stepping down. And I mean, I really feel like we haven't heard much about the today at Apple stigma or the today at Apple uh, culture for years now. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it just wasn't executed properly. There wasn't enough resources for the employees to really um, have the support that they needed to, to take advantage of, of that branding. And so even though they had the big screens and they had, you know, they were redoing different stores that wasn't in every store. So it's almost like today at Apple didn't really work at every store or, you know, if they weren't going to have a designated um, like marketing plan or something that they could just mass, you know, produce at scale, then odds are it was only going to go as far as the individual who was overseeing it at whatever store they were at. So it just really it sucked because, you know, even me, like I had some ideas about it. Like, oh, it'd be really cool if you could like, you know, make a Facebook group and then you could, you know, or have an Instagram account saying, you know, today at Apple at South Coast Plaza or wherever you live or wherever you work. And then from there, you can then start posting and branding your own little side hustle. But it's all to get people into the Apple store. Well, unfortunately, you can't just do that. You actually have to you know, you'd have to go through Apple, they'd have to clear everything. And so right that right there, it just kind of counterproductive. So unless you were promoting it on your own personal brand, which doesn't necessarily have that same, you know, Apple esque feel, odds are it's not going to have that reputation. And it's not going to have the same weight to it that, you know, Apple probably would have wanted if they were going to do that on their own websites, their own social media, their own store location, web pages, all that stuff. So essentially seeing Angela leave after four or five years of, of like literally redoing all the retail stores um, and, and trying to rebrand it as a new place for communities to come together. Um, I don't think it's uh, 
it's uh, a big shocker that she, you know, had to step down for personal reasons or uh, a, a new personal pursuit of happiness. Uh, it's just unfortunate because I know a lot of people got caught up in the crossfire of having these new titles of creative pro or, 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 you know, I'm ahead of videography or, or music and, you know, you come into the store and you see me, but sometimes it's me doing just nothing, just me sitting on a computer waiting for someone to show up. And when they don't show up, I mean, that's, that's, that's heart wrenching for, for anyone who's, who's put on something, an event or, or try to get people together. And if you can't do it the right way, if you can't communicate and, and broadcast what you're trying to do to the masses, it's kind of like, well, then why am I doing this? So anyways, um, yeah, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, was just a quick, I don't even know if I need to show you the picture, uh, but basically it was, uh, it was Tesla and my wife actually saw this on her Facebook feed, um, this morning. And when she told me, I was like, oh, I had no idea they were doing this or I had no idea this was a thing. And I mean, obviously if you've been listening to Tesla in the past, even six months, I mean, they've had stock market prices going crazy and, um, you know, Elon was on Joe Rogan and people didn't like what he had to say or what he was doing. But, um, you know, and he's, he's done some stuff too. He said some things that probably weren't the, the best types of advice to give to the masses, especially in the securities industry where you have regulations and compliance issues with saying anything about a stock market price. Um, there's just a few hiccups that they had gone through, but, um, long story short is Tesla has already been giving away their patents, uh, for technology, the technology that they use in all their products, they want to have a, be available to their, you know, their community and, and, or the world so that they can hopefully advance all the technology so that it can fight things like global warming. And, uh, I couldn't find the article in any news feed that I was looking at on my stocks app or the news app on my iPhone. So I had to like Google it. And lo and behold, I found something like a blog post, but it was from 2014. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so long ago. And yet, um, I guess there's some kind of traction coming along, um, at least on Facebook. But uh, it made me think about the fact that you know, as individuals, as uh, let's say your employer or you have a company or or let's say you just have a personal brand. It's really important, I think, for everyone to sit back and go like, what's your mission statement? What are you trying to accomplish with your business, let alone just making a living, having a better career or, um, you know, uh, even having patents? You know, who knows? Uh, you really you really need to think about what, you know, what the big long-term picture is as in like, you know, you want to add value to people. You want to change people's life. You want to, you know, transform someone's, uh, wellness. Uh, you know, there's just certain things that even, even giving out positivity, whatever it is, whatever your brand is supposed to be, you know, projecting out into the world. I think if, if not enough companies do that, especially in this upcoming um, financial economic crisis that we're probably going to be in in the next five years, at least, or minimum of five years. Um, but uh, 
you know, once people start losing money, once people start, um, you know, having to uh, get emotionally attached to not making as much income or let's say the dollar isn't worth as much as it was today as it will be in a couple years, you know, people are going to get feisty people are going to get aggressive and hangry and they're gonna they're gonna basically do things that they wouldn't normally do if they were in a comfortable situation or or had enough money to provide for their family their friends and so what this statement from tesla does for me mentally is say you know if every company had this you know kind of like nonprofit kind of attachment to their overall mission statement like Tesla, like any patent they make forever, let's say, they give out for free. Because the reason why Elon Musk was so adamant about having patents in the first place was because he didn't want other big corporations to come in and and basically wipe out the industry. But at the same time, if if there's not enough people trying to advance the industry, then you basically are stale and, you know, the one company that started it all might not be able to carry the weight. So with that being said, with with Tesla giving value out for free, essentially what they're doing is they're not only making their brand better and people are going to trust their brand better, but it's it is going to add positivity into the world. And we definitely need more of that. Um, so, for example, like if you know, if you have a company that's washes cars you know maybe you actually wash people's cars um in you know like a free little contest every day every week whatever you can afford to do and it's all about you know maybe it's bringing in cans of food and so if you bring in a can of food you get entered into a raffle and then every day or every week whatever it is you essentially offer this value for free and you're actually going to be able to help other people while you're like basically the vehicle doing it, you know, you're helping out other people get canned food, you're helping out people who need a free car wash. And essentially, you're just kind of combining the two. And with that, you're just making a, a better positive place for people to, uh, to live. And so when I hear things like Tesla, having their patents out for free, that makes me think of how much value they're giving away, and how much they want the world to 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 be a more positive place um another example is a, a guy named gary vaynerchuk he's like one of my main mentors right now as far as entrepreneurship goes and his whole thing is just document everything that you do and give away all your good advice and through that you're going to have people that you didn't even know who would care about what you have to say actually learn something have a better quality of life uh, you know, hopefully advance their own finances, their own, you know, wellness. And then from there, then they end up doing it. And it's just this, you know, ripple effect. And, you know, for us not to have that kind of added value at all times in everything in our lives every day, um, you know, and I'll, I'll wrap it all together through the tech industry, you know, by us having, um, you know, things through technology, like social media, us giving away advice, you know, just or even encouraging people via social media, like maybe what we're doing right now. Hey, I hope you guys have a great day. And I hope you feel encouraged. And if you're having a bad day today, tomorrow's gonna be better. And, you know, just me saying that is is through technology, adding value to people uh, who, you know, you might not ever even meet them, you know, they might not even respond to a video or comment on anything that you post. But the idea is that you're putting it out there. And you know, it's until we start putting more and 
more things like that out there, um, you know, the world's not going to advance for the better. And so, um, yeah, hopefully I can cut this podcast in about a minute. But uh, overall, I just uh, I'm excited to keep talking more tech tech uh, industry news and details and just things that, you know, excite me. But uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, You guys can please check out my actual personal podcast, the Scott Trigoff experience on um, iTunes, on Spotify, um, Anchor. uh, And then this will also stay up here on Facebook Live. You can see this video later. I apologize if the video cuts in and out because my internet is not the best. But um, but yeah, if you do the podcast thing, it's quality quality recording that you can listen to while you're driving to work or uh or walking the dog so um anyways appreciate everybody hope you have a great day this has been our tech tuesday podcast for the scott trigloff experience bye bye thank you for listening to the scott trigloff experience